Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 527, Friday Flashback. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. This week, I've been comforted by one of my favorite quotes of all time, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, we're taking a trip back and looking at an episode on perspective. Well, happy Friday to you. Happy Veterans Day. And Thank you to all of you who have served our country. I appreciate your service very much. And as we honor you on this Veterans Day, uh, I encourage all of you listening to take a moment to uh, thank all the veterans that are in your life, in your family, your friends, and even those that you may cross paths with today. And be sure and give them thank you for their service. Well, it is Friday. That means we've had uh, a full week since the last Friday Forum, and uh, we don't have a Friday Forum today. And unusually, maybe for the first time ever, I'm kind of glad. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in just a moment. But first, the fun fact of the day. Well, America, even with all of its flaws, is a wonderful country. And so here are some fun facts about this great great nation. Number one, even though the grizzly bear is California's official state animal and is on the state flag of California, no bears have been seen in that state since 1922. Number two, Montana has three times as many cows as it does people. And uh, that makes me think that the folks in Montana are hardworking people, a bunch of cattle ranchers and other blue-collar hard workers up there, so uh, thank you, Montanans. Number three, the Declaration of Independence. This seems a little bit, uh, sorry to interrupt my, my midstream there. This seems a little bit appropriate given uh, what a lot of states had on their ballot this week. The Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper. I did not know that. Number four, although English is the most commonly spoken language in the United States, there is no official national language. Number five, about 35 million Americans shared DNA with at least one of the 102 pilgrims who arrived aboard the Mayflower in 1620. That's fascinating to me. And lastly, this is also not fascinating, maybe, but interesting nonetheless. Although Ohio is listed as the 17th state in the U.S., it's technically the 47th because Congress forgot to vote on a resolution to admit it to the Union until 1953. <laughs> Way to go, Congress. <laughs> uh, no surprise. No surprise. Congress, got to love them or not. Well, I hope that you love that you've tuned in to today's episode, and I would love to be back with a Friday Forum next week, and that's your chance to share your stories with all of us and be a part of this podcast, and we invite you to be a part of this podcast by calling in and leaving a story on our voice message system. That number is 304-837-2278, or by heading over to our website, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. There you'll find a way to typey-typey out your contribution or upload a 
audio file or even use that SpeakPipe widget. It's super easy, and I would love to have you as a contributor for next week. Well, we're going to get into the Friday flashback, and if you're turning in for the first time and have not heard of a Friday flashback before, it's where we revisit an old episode. And listen, this week has been interesting, hasn't it? Uh, when I recorded on Monday about change, um, you know, I didn't do it with the uh, election in mind at all. And Barb mentioned on her episode Tuesday that that was uh, she had had that in mind long before the election. And certainly we had no idea what the results of the election were going to be or the impact that it would have on our nation, our great nation. And uh, so I've been pretty troubled by a lot of the things that I've seen. I had to walk away from social media this week, and uh, it's, it's outrageous. And if you'll allow me just to get on a soapbox for, for just a moment, uh, I just want to say that the things that I've seen on, online uh, on, uh, and on social media this week, the videos that I've seen of what's happening in our cities all across this country, are not what makes America great. There is a, a right way and a wrong way about going about things. Whether you are happy with the election results or not, there's a right way and a wrong way to go about demonstrating you know, the sentiment that you have. For those of you who, whose candidate won, there's an appropriate and an inappropriate way of being happy about that and gloating, pointing fingers, and, or name-calling, and those sorts of things. Those are not appropriate ways. I saw, I heard, I heard stories of kids who were told they needed to sit in the back of the bus or that they were going to be deported. That's shameful. And if kids are saying that to other kids, they're learning that from home. They're learning that from their parents. I've seen swastikas painted. I don't know if they were by Trump supporters or not. That's quite a bit under debate as to whether it was Trump supporters or Clinton supporters that painted those swastikas. Those have no place in our country or any country for that matter. I've seen people burning the flag and crashing businesses' windows out and setting ablaze things that don't belong to them. Those have no place in this country either. We do have the right to protest. That's one of the liberties and freedoms that we have in this country, but there is a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And so I know a lot of you have been discouraged on, uh, by the things that you've seen this week and whether your candidate won and, or whether your candidate lost. And the, the, you know, like I said, there's, there's a right way and a wrong way to act. And I'll tell you this, I'm confident that you listening to this know this, but there's a reason I'm saying it anyway. We don't make friends by spewing hate, pointing fingers, calling names, or tearing up property. You never win anyone to your side by doing those things. Hate only begets hate and causes more division, and divided we fall, but united we stand. Our country is very divided right now, has been getting more so over the last 20 years, and it's troubling. And so I offer this episode to you today. As I thought about things earlier in this week, I was reminded of this episode, and I thought, man, maybe if there's no Friday Forum submissions this week, I'll run that episode again as a Friday flashback. And sure enough, there weren't any Friday Forum submissions, and so I do offer you this one. This is an episode that first ran uh, back in July of 2014, it's called Awakening Your Awareness. And what it's talking about is how when I opened my eyes and began to look at my surroundings, I began to notice things that were there the whole time and I had just missed. And it's so easy 
for each one of us, including myself, to focus on negative things. The media is focusing on negative things. They're predicting negative things. And people are absorbing that negative energy and they're, they're afraid and they're angry and they're acting that out. And that is causing more fear and more anger and it's going to cause more destruction. And what I propose to you is this, that we, each one of us, whether you live here in America or you live abroad, to take a moment to look around you because I guarantee you there is much more positive things happening around you than negative things. And if you'll focus on those things, and I'm not saying bury your head in the sand and act like those negative things don't exist. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we need to counteract the negativity. And look at the positivity around. Share positivity. Share love. Show love. Demonstrate love. Bring hope. Make this world a better place. That's my responsibility, and it's your responsibility. Just like that opening quote that I had today, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And if we truly believe that love trumps hate, and I do, then we need to demonstrate that. So I encourage you to look around you, to your surroundings, to your everyday life. Find those things that are hopeful. Find those things that are positive. Focus on those things. Let them encourage you, and by that encouragement, help make the world a better place. I've rambled on so long, I didn't mean to. I'll get off my soapbox now. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll be back on Monday, but first, here's Awakening Your Awareness. I don't know how many episodes I've done on perspective, but it's at least three. I talk about it frequently because I believe that perspective is vital. Perspective changes everything, and it's almost always a mental thing. I don't know anyone who is successful in the things that matter that doesn't have a positive perspective. When I worked at my previous job, I had about a 40-minute drive each way to work. And if you're like me, the drive just turned into a blur after a while. I'd pass by the same stuff every day and really not pay any attention to the things in the buildings as I drove by. I mean, sure, I noticed a few things, but you miss a lot of stuff when you're passing by it at 70 miles an hour and trying to keep your eyes on the road. One thing that I had noticed was that there were a few American flags along the way. There was a flag at a school, at a church, at a car repair shop, and at the entrance to a housing addition. Now, there was a small cemetery on the side of the road that I drove past every single day. However, one day, I noticed that one of the graves had a small fence around it and an American flag on a pole by the grave. Now, I could tell by the look of the flagpole that it had been there for a very long time, and the odds were that there had been a flag on that pole every day, and I had simply failed to notice it. So this got me to thinking. I wondered how many American flags were visible on my drive to and from work each day that I had overlooked. I wouldn't count any flag twice, but since I did take somewhat of a different route on the way home, I could potentially see some on the way home that I did not see on the way to work. I think that I thought there might be as many as 10 American flags. So I started looking. The first day that I really started looking, I spotted over a dozen. The next day I noticed even more, and the day after that I noticed even more that I had missed. After a few days had passed, I determined that I had probably spotted them all, 
And guess how many there were? There were about 50 American flags. When I started looking for them, I had only spotted three or four of them. I consider myself to be fairly perceptive, so that's why I guessed that there might be as many as 10. Needless to say, I was way off. Here's another story. A friend of mine got a Jeep about 18 months ago. I was surprised when she got the Jeep because she's always been a diehard Ford Mustang enthusiast. She and her dad worked on the Jeep and soon got it roadworthy. After she started driving it around, she noticed that the other Jeep drivers would wave to her. One day she told me that she was surprised by how many Jeeps there were on the road. She told me about the other Jeep owners waving at her and that it had caused her to take notice of other Jeeps. She said that she had discovered that there were more Jeeps on the road than there were Mustangs, and I didn't believe her. So I started keeping an eye out for Mustangs and Jeeps, and my results were the same as hers. Anytime I counted Jeeps versus Mustangs, Jeeps always won. So what's the point of these stories? Well, here's what I learned. What changed in each of these stories? Were more American flags suddenly hung along my travel route once I started looking for them? Did residents, businesses, schools, and churches suddenly start putting up flags because they knew that I was looking? No, of course not. What about the second story? Did a whole bunch of Mustang owners trade in or garage their beloved cars because my friend was now driving a Jeep and they wanted to be like her? No, no way. It's obvious that the thing that changed was our awareness of the things that had been there the whole time. Our perspective changed. Our eyes were opened. So what can we learn from this? Well, perspective matters. Are you focusing on the right things? Are you missing the things that are right there in front of your face simply because your attention is elsewhere? Where is your attention? Are you focused on negativity? The chances are things are not as bad as they may seem. Look around. What do you have to be thankful for? What are the good things that surround you? Focus on those things. Draw energy from those things. Take some time every day over the next week and look for positive things happening all around you. I bet you will be surprised and energized by what you discover. I'm Daryl Darnell. And this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes.